0: Good morning, everybody. This is a special edition of Weather Jazz, episode number 120, as we look at Hurricane Laura. Laura obviously made landfall in the very early morning hours of this Thursday, and we'll take a quick check of the impacts and where it will be heading shortly. Right after we take a look at the initial impact, obviously, there is an awful lot of television coverage in the area, which shows the damage left behind from Laura. Because Laura struck in the very early morning hours, about 1, 2 in the morning in the Lake Charles area, there's really no sense as to what the extent of the damage is until sunrise actually puts light on the subject, quite literally. And with a Category 4 hurricane, we knew that the damage would be extensive and, indeed, it is. Uh, I want to take a look at the observations from Lake Charles, Louisiana. Now, the very latest one was at 2 a.m. from the Lake Charles Regional Airport, and that was the last one transmitted before the power went out. Up until that point in the evening hours, the winds were pretty gusty at, uh, for instance, uh, six o'clock in the evening, their time, the winds were gusting to 28. By nine o'clock, they were gusting to 40, and by midnight, they were gusting to 71. But here's where things really get interesting: is the eyewall approaches. That's where the strongest winds occurred. By one o'clock in the morning, they had a peak wind gust of 98 miles per hour, sustained at 66. And at 2 o'clock in the morning, that was the last uh, that we heard from Lake Charles Regional Airport, they had an east wind sustained at 98 miles per hour with a peak wind gust of 132. And uh, we understand that just before the last transmission that the peak wind was 134 miles per hour at Lake Charles Regional Airport. Uh, Obviously, lots and lots going on in Lake Charles, lots of cleanup, and they'll be cleaning up for weeks, if not uh, more than a month or two, uh, the big stuff anyway. But also another way to measure this is the Waffle House factor. And it's often said that uh, the very last place to close is the Waffle House. Those of you that are familiar with the Waffle House, it is a a very small uh, diner that serves breakfast-type things all day. Uh, And it's one of my favorites, actually, especially when we travel to the south. And so I thought it would be interesting to see uh, where the Waffle Houses were in and around Lake Charles. And from what I can find, there are six of them in and around the Lake Charles area. None to the south in Cameron. Of course, Cameron, which is uh, right along the the coastline of Louisiana, it's not very densely populated at all, fortunately. Um, And Lake Charles is the first place that you, you find a cluster of, waffle houses there are six of them and from what i could tell all six of them are closed and that speaks volumes as to the extent of the damage i would imagine that lake charles is waking up to this morning Uh, just to make sure i tried calling one or two of the lake charles waffle houses and this is what i heard For calling your local Waffle House. We are open and would love to take your to go order, but we are currently helping other customers. Please call back in a few minutes to place your to go order. Thank you. Goodbye. It trips over to a recording that says that everyone's busy. Well, they're all closed, according to the website. At least it says temporarily closed. And the nearest one that was open that I could tell there is one in Baytown. uh, And I believe that there is one well to the east. Once you start approaching places like Beaumont, Port Arthur, Texas, and towards Houston, all of those are open. And once you head to Lafayette, We also have uh, Waffle Houses that are open right now. So uh, the Lake Charles area, obviously very, very much affected with those extremely high and very damaging winds. And uh, so you know that uh, there is a lot of damage when the Waffle Houses, every single one of them, in Lake Charles, Louisiana, are closed. Now, as of 7 o'clock Central Daylight Time, 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, We still have a hurricane with maximum sustained winds of 100 miles an hour, but uh, that was now two hours ago. Chances are that is reducing and very, very dramatically. We'll have another update here very soon. Stay tuned to the National Weather Hurricane Center or National Hurricane Center if you have any uh, inclination to stay on top of things. Their website, by the way, is what I will have a link to on weatherjazz.com. And uh, that's episode number 120. And look for that. Uh, and if you're just looking for the URL, it's NHC for National Hurricane Center, nhc.noaa.gov. And you can get all of the advisories on Laura as uh, they get issued and as Laura continues to head inland. Right now, Laura as best as I can tell here as as of the 10 o'clock hour, is beginning to approach Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, It's going to make a pass well to the west of West Monroe and then into Arkansas from there. And all of that moisture will eventually get caught up in the lower Ohio River, almost following the Ohio River from uh, near Evansville, Indiana, all the way across to and including Parkersburg, uh, Charleston, and then uh, towards Washington, D.C. That will probably be the highest impact area as we head into Friday and Saturday. I'll have links so that you can continue to follow Hurricane Laura in terms of radar composites and more along with a fascinating video from the national, or rather from the hurricane hunter group that routinely fly in and out of these hurricanes, especially when they're out over the ocean, to find out more information about them. And you're going to see a two-minute video of them going from the relatively quiet uh, eye itself and the uh, penetration into the Iowa, the most violent portion of Hurricane Laura. You'll see how much bouncing goes around. It's about a two-minute video with audio, and uh, so you'll get to see that on weatherjazz.com, episode number 120. Uh, I've got some more episodes coming up uh, very, very soon. We'll be speaking to a brand-new meteorologist on staff, with the folks at wbz tv in boston and he is a an ohio friend who has landed a wonderful position there most recently. We'll talk to him and uh, we'll follow his career and ask him what he thinks about Boston so far. That that will be uh, in a future episode, perhaps in the next episode or two. Have a safe weekend, everybody. We'll catch you next go around right here on Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe. Just